Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of Roundup with Lennon. And as usual, I'm your host, Lennon Lincoln. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about operating the spirit of courage. Operating the spirit of courage. Or you can just simply say, Operation the spirit of courage. Uh, today, like I said, we are talking about operating the spirit of courage. Uh, if you have not listened to the previous episode of How to Boost Courage Part 3, you must listen to it. We also have Part 2 and Part 1. You must listen to those. We have other episodes that we've done before. That is a must listen to. So I encourage you to go and listen to those episodes and be uh, sure to make sure that you are in sync and in, uh, on the same page with us uh, as we do this. Uh, and the following episode, we're going to be talking about something that is very exciting. Uh, I will not yet, uh, for now, give you the title of the next episode's message, but I'm telling you, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be thrilling. I'm telling you, you need to be part of that. You need to make sure that you are ready and you are there to listen to that episode. Remember, every Friday, we are there. So, operating the spirit of courage, uh, I'll start. Um, let us, if you have your Bible, I hope, every, like as usual, you know that you need to be having your Bible and your a notepad and as well as a pen to jot down some key points that we're going to be discussing. So, I'll start with Numbers 14 from verse 24, and it reads, By my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and had followed me fully. Will I bring into the land whereinto he went, and his seed shall possess it? Remember, we are talking about operating the spirit of courage. So, you see, we can infer from the passage above that it takes possessing another spirit to enter the promised land. Remember, listen to this Numbers 14, verse 24. It says, By my but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him, had followed me fully. Uh, him will I bring into the land whereinto he went, and his seed shall possess it. You see, uh, uh, um, it says, uh, in his wrath, God still made an exemption of Caleb. Why? He had a spirit that was uh, that was different from, uh, from that of the majority. He had another spirit, another form of spirit. That is the kind of spirit you are contacting from listening to this podcast today. I hope you are hearing what I'm saying. So, if the Bible talks of another spirit, it implies that one spirit uh, that one spirit had been in existence before. You see, I, I, I describe that spirit as the popular spirit, the popular spirit or uh, the spirit that everyone is, uh, is uh, popular with or is, is familiar with. Those who uh, follow the popular spirit do not end up in, in the land or in the promised land. So, you see, Jesus speaks about the kingdom of heaven this way. He says, Enter ye uh, in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in, in thereto. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth un, uh, unto life, and few there be uh, that find it. I hope somebody is hearing what I'm saying, and I hope somebody is following what I am saying. So, you see, this is, I think, Matthew 7 from verse 13. So, most people prefer to walk through the easy, uh, wide gate and broad road. You see, only few can withstand the strain and stress of the narrow road. But that is the shortest road. That is the shortest road. You see, the, the, uh, 
uh, if you possess the regular spirit, you have regular or non-spectacular experiences. On the other hand, if you want to have unique experiences, you must possess a unique spirit. Another spirit, another type of spirit, another form of spirit, another peculiar spirit, another high-end uh, uh, form of spirit. I hope somebody is hearing what I'm saying. So, if you want God to treat you as a peculiar child, you must have a peculiar spirit. You must possess a spirit different from uh, what the masses operate by. I hope somebody is getting what I'm saying. So, the popular spirit is the spirit uh, uh, of the crowd. Is the spirit that everyone walks with. You see, the type of the ten spies possessed. That is the type of the popular spirit we are talking about. This does not uh, uh, grant one entry into the promised land. If you have the popular spirit, you always end where everyone ends. Because why? That is the, pop, the, the spirit that you're possessing. Because everyone, you do everything just like the masses do or everyone does it. So you can't get uh, extraordinary results when you, you are doing things uh, uh, just the ordinary way. You need to be an extraordinary person in order for you to get extraordinary results. I hope I'm talking to somebody. I hope somebody is following what I'm saying. So, the popular spirit is the spirit of the crowd, the type that which the ten spies possess. This does not grant anyone entry into the promised land. I repeat, this does not grant anyone uh, uh, entry into the promised land. So, you see, there are characteristics of the popular spirit, and one of them is fear. One of them is fear. See, many have reasons for joining uh, the bandwagon. Uh, the first is for the so-called security that it provides, uh, the security that it comes with. You see, the second is the fear of the uh, of the uncertainties of life, and the third uh, is for the support and uh, promised by the group. I hope you're following. So another reason is for the fear to stand alone on the word of God, the word of truth is the face of uh, in the face of a uh, public uh, ridicule I, I hope you're getting what i'm saying so for instance uh, uh, that you do not join the crowd in bribing your way through uh, as many others do is not a popular thing and many uh, uh, may and may not end you uh, actually may end you uh, insults and disregard from what the popular from the crowd from many people that you are not bribing I hope you're getting what I'm saying. So, but if you will load yourself up with the, uh, the word of God, you will not succumb to pressure from the world. Often uh, uh, the inability of people to adequately equip themselves with the word of God is what makes them align with the crowd. Hmm. I hope somebody is getting what I'm saying. I hope I'm making sense to, uh, to people listening to this podcast. So you see, fear comes with constraints. The crowd puts uh, one under constraints. Uh, some of Jesus' disciples might have advised Peter not to step out of the boat uh, into the water. Uh, I hope even, uh, you see, but Peter refused to listen and walk and, uh, upon the water because he had another spirit. He had another spirit. So stop associating uh, with the crowd. Put away your fears and step out into your destiny. There are many today who want to take steps into various vocations, but who experience certain setbacks. You see, they talk to people who give them pieces of advice, uh, which further puts them under terrible fear. So everyone who has had a new experience in life had to break off from the former. Initially, people called them all manner of names, but at the end of the day, they were what? Vindicated. They were vindicated. So the other part of uh, 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 the other characteristic is rebellion. 
rebellion. This is the spirit of doubt. To rebel simply means to know the right thing to do, yet go on to do the wrong. I hope you are following. So God called his people rebels because they knew what he could do, but still chose to doubt him. Your choice to doubt God is rebellion. This is the reason why Joshua and Caleb passionately appealed to their brethren uh, uh, not to uh, not to rebel uh, uh, against God. You see, they, they said, rebel thou not against God. Fear not the people. The popular spirit is born of fear uh, 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 and rebels against God. So if you must please God, then you must possess another spirit. Receive his word wholeheartedly. Act on it. Expect him to, uh, to step into your situation. I hope you're following. So, you see, another spirit. Now I'm just going to, you know, show you something about another spirit. Or what I call another spirit. This is a peculiar spirit. Which is the, the, the Holy Ghost type of spirit uh, that is influenced by the Holy Spirit. You see, see, to have another spirit simply means to possess the ability to see what others cannot see. And speak the way others cannot speak or would not speak the way you speak. So, of course, it is unpopular by, uh, by human standards, uh, uh, but it is very popular by God's standard. Until you see differently from what the world sees, you cannot enter into your possession. I hope somebody is getting what I'm saying. So, for the Lord spake thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of these people. Say, say ye not a confederacy uh, to all them whom these people shall say, a confederacy neither fear ye, they are uh, fear nor be afraid. Sanctify the land of hosts himself and let him be your fear and let him uh, be your dread. That is Isaiah 8, 11. This is the passage where I'm reading. Isaiah 8, 11 from verse uh, 11 to 13. I'll read again for you. He says, for the Lord, I'll read, uh, let me try to read it slowly because I'm reading KJV and sometimes it's difficult to understand, especially when somebody's reading very fast. So I'll try to go slowly for you. So it reads again, it's, I'll read for you. For the Lord spake thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people, saying, say ye not, a confederacy to all them to whom these people shall say, a confederacy, neither fear their fear, nor be afraid. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. You see, Joshua and Caleb saw Canaan differently and said so, but the people thought of stoning them. They, uh, they were seen as being wicked because they, they had another spirit. By human standards, they were not worthy to live. This was also the case with Jesus in Mark uh, 1 from verse 22. Uh, I'll read for you. Mark 1, let's just quickly go to Mark 1. I just want to confirm if that's the right scripture. Mark 1 from verse 22. And it reads, Joshua and Caleb, sorry, and it reads, and they were astonished uh, 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 at his doctrine. For he thought, uh, 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 he, th he taught them as one that had authority, not as the scribes. I read again, and they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority, and not as the scribes taught. 
so you see some believers are persecuted because they are uh, they manifest another spirit the things they say uh, they are difficult to believe in the other camp for instance you say uh, i cannot be sick they begin to wonder how can one say he cannot be sick it's unimaginable this is because they are not speaking the way the general public speak so they are seen as termed as what proud every manifestation of another spirit attracts resentment and insults you should be ready for insults and resentment from people if you are to carry another spirit you should be ready that people are not going to accept you people are not going to be feeling comfortable around you you should be ready for that you see abraham had another spirit god told him uh, to count the stars in the sky it takes another spirit to obey that nobody has ever done that but until you are ready to do that or do what nobody has ever done you cannot get what no one has ever got i hope you are hearing what i'm saying i hope you are hearing what i'm saying until you are ready to do what nobody has ever done you are not going to get what no one has ever got so if you want to get what others have never experienced then you have to do what others have never done you cannot get better results than others if you follow their way I hope I'm communicating to somebody here. So, there are some people who are simply stereotyped in their approach. They adhere rigidly to this obsolete uh, maxim or whatever you call it, obsolete, obsolete, whatever you call it. So, as it was in the beginning, so it is now, and ever shall it be, the world without end. I hope you're getting what I'm saying. So, in case uh, you have also been taught in the same uh, web, you cannot break off from it. Understand that God is doing new things. If you are not prepared to see something new, you will never enter into anything new. You see, even Martin Luther uh, uh, was searching for a greater truth. He stumbled on this powerful scripture uh, that says, The just shall live by faith. This attracted a lot of persecution against him. But see what the revelation that it had done to Christianity today. If you are not prepared to pay the price of being at the forefront, you will never be remembered by posterity for good. Why do we still talk about Joshua and Caleb today? It is because they chose not to go with the crowd. That is why we are still counting them. That is why I'm even doing my teaching right now based on them, based on the scripture that even in inscripted on the book to show how important they are because they chose to do what the masses were not prepared or ready to do i hope you are hearing what i'm saying i hope you are hearing what i'm saying so hundreds of thousands were destroyed in the wilderness except joshua and caleb and their what and their families they saw something others did not you see they believed what others did not believe Do, uh, do you ever remember the names of the other 10? They are not even there. They, they are not even mentioned. Their names are not mentioned. Why? Because they, they saw themselves as little. They gave a bad report. Yet Caleb and Joshua, they came up with a good report. And they even had courage, enough courage for them to keep on pushing. Even when others were thinking, no, we shouldn't go against those people. They said, no, we are well able. I hope somebody is getting what I'm saying. So their names are not relevant. People's names are remembered for their effects and works. They had no effect, so their names were not remembered. So, you know, because I'm a soccer fan, if you check from when the World Cup started, you you know that people uh, if you ask even your grandfathers, your your fathers, they will tell you which 
club won the, the World Cup in that year, they will tell you. But when it comes to runners-up, you know, those that got maybe the third position, people for, uh, uh, forget because why? People always remember number one, not number two. They don't remember second best. They always go for number one. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. That is why we don't remember, or that is why the, the ten spies' names were not inscripted in scriptures. That is why they are just called the ten spies. And yet Joshua and Caleb's names, they were written fully so that we know their names. Why? Because they did something extraordinary. They had another spirit, a peculiar spirit. So the other thing, or I will teach you on a, a, a formula for uh, possessing another spirit. The formula for you to possess another spirit. So what you see, or let's just say discover and understand uh, what you see or what you discover or what you understand uh, determines what you believe. You need to get to the point of seeing before you can believe. The entrance of the word is, uh, is the sea. You see, there are people in church who for many years do not understand what it means to tithe. I know, I just entered into something that people are going to criticize and say a lot of things. So you see, when they later discover uh, uh, this truth, they say, oh, I see. What you don't see, you cannot believe. What you don't believe, you cannot proclaim. And what you don't proclaim, you cannot claim. I repeat that again. What you don't see, you can't believe. And what you don't believe, you can't proclaim. And what you don't proclaim, you cannot claim. (laughs) Uh, So, you see, therefore, uh, uh, the manifestation of another spirit could be explained as uh, uh, you see, you believe. You proclaim, and then you possess. I repeat that again. You see, you believe. You proclaim, and then you possess. Your proclamation is the act of confession. Uh, Thus, you need to make your uh, confessions of faith and then God goes into action working on your behalf. He exchanges your weakness for his strength and your mediocrity for his excellence. This is what another spirit is all about and that is what you need for distinction. So, uh, you might be asking, how uh, how do I get uh, another spirit? So, there are two principal ways which you uh, you contact another spirit. The spirit of courage by anointing of the word. So, I'm going to just talk about the anointing for a brief moment. So, the anointing uh, affects a, a spiritual heart or a, a heart transplant. You see, uh, weak and fidgety hearts are replaced they're replaced with uh, with courageous and purposeful ones. So you see, uh, First Samuel ten from verse one, it reads: Then Samuel took a, a vial of oil or a flask of oil and poured it upon his head, which is Saul's head. Remember the? I hope everybody knows the, the story. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart. Mm. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. So a man heart is the real man. So when God said Saul would be turned into a new man, it meant that he had changed Saul's heart. It was through the ministry of the anointing oil. It happened to David too. It happened to David too. You see, uh, uh, that is, I think, First Samuel uh, 16 from verse 13. Remember all the kings, there was uh, all these kings, they were anointed by, by prophet Samuel. You see, then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. 
You see, the anointing brought the Holy Spirit, and since he's the quick, uh, he's the quickener. David's heart was renewed and revitalized, and 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 the weakness gave way to strength. A lion's heart was planted in him. He, he, he no longer knew fear. Likewise, when the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples of the day of Pentecost, uh, sorry, on the day of Pentecost, rather, the fearful Peter became fiery. The disciple who had uh, hitherto been trembling in obscurity could now dare the Jewish leaders and accuse them of the murder and misdirecting the people. You see, the anointing makes a unique uh, difference in the lives of people. Courage is uh, imparted through the anointing. I have received much courage because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That is why I can even come boldly and decree and declare things upon people's life. You know, pray for the sick and they recover. You know, pray for people uh, uh, and they, you know, their lives move on. You know, their lives uh, experiences uh, another form, experiences a shift, a, a transformation. It's because of the another spirit that I've received through the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, through the anointing. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. So, things I could not imagine myself doing are now being done cheaply, all because of the anointing. These are, uh, you see, there are things that I could not say before, uh, certain statements I dreaded making places i could not go but by the reason of the unction i have received from the higher vessels of god i now uh, uh, i am able now to to proclaim them and do them and say them you see i operate in such dimensions easily to the glory of god today because of the anointing because of the anointing i hope you are hearing what i'm saying so there is a higher position awaiting you as you receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you will be lifted there. I prophesy to you. As you receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you will be lifted in higher dimensions. You will walk in places that you never thought you would walk. You will do things that you never thought you would do. You, you will see yourself. You shall decree a thing and it shall come to pass. That is your portion. That is your portion, somebody. So, it takes another heart uh, to enter into another phase. You see, the, uh, one of the things, again, that can help you is the word of God. You see, there are two levels in, in this world uh, uh, treatment. Uh, one is the hearing process. Uh, this involves hearing, believing, assimilation, and meditation. It involves the process of taking the word, chewing, and absorbing it. You see, the second aspect is speaking the word. You see, second, the, the, uh, the second, uh, second chronicles, uh, sorry, sorry, second uh, Corinthians rather 14 from verse 13 it says we also believe therefore we speak we also believe and therefore we speak so the way to utilize the energy generated through hearing process is to speak it out you release the vital force uh, in the word by speaking you see uh, Ezekiel 2 from verse 1 it says and he said unto me, Son of man, stand upon thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. And the Spirit entered me when, uh, when he spake unto me, and set me upon my feet, that I heard him that speak unto me. <laughs> and Jesus, you see, another scripture that runs right now as I'm speaking, as I'm reading Ezekiel, is John 6. Just let, let us go there to John 6 uh, from verse 63, if I'm not mistaken. John 6. 63 John 6 63 John 6 63 John 6 
63. I don't know. John 16 verse 63. Yes, and it reads, The words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. Or maybe I should just read it, the whole script. It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. You see, as a man hears the word of God, the spirit of courage is being planted in him. Therefore, when you begin to speak the word of uh, the word to yourself, you are injecting the spirit of courage into yourself. You cannot be speaking the word and at the same time be fearful. You see, fear sets in when a man is quiet. Uh, that is to say, uh, uh, that is to say, uh, the more quiet you are, the more fearful you become. Uh, do not be silent. Speak to yourself. Declare the words concerning your life and situations. See, David received the anointing through the hands of someone, but sustained and increased it by the fruits of his lips. That is why in several places you hear him saying, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. That's Psalms 91 from verse 2. He, he would also say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Psalms uh, 23, a popular scripture, verse 1. And it is, blessed be the Lord my strength, which, te- uh, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Psalms 144 from verse 1. You see, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength of my life, of whom I shall be afraid. Of whom, sorry, of whom shall I be afraid of? You see, this is David. Every time he spoke like that, the spirit of courage was usually quickened in him. You, uh, you cannot speak until you have eaten. What you eat de- determines your speech. I have eaten some things uh, from the word of God. That is why I speak the way I do. Eat then possess the ability to speak what you have eaten. <laughs> uh, your speech cannot be more profound than what you are eating. Moreover, uh, he said unto me, Son of man, eat that which findest. Eat this roll. Go and speak unto the uh, house of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he caused me to eat that roll. And said unto me, Son of man, cause, cause thy belly to eat, and fulfill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then I did it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. Behold, I have made thy face strong against thy faces, and their forehead strong against thy foreheads. As adamant harder than flint, have I made thy forehead fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks. Though they be a rebellious house, which is, that is uh, Ezekiel 3, from verse 1, up to 3, and Ezekiel 3, from verse 8 to 9. You see, Cause thy belly to eat. This means, let every word that comes to you be assimilated. Do not doubt nor be a lawyer asking too many questions in your mind. Neither be a Reubenite touching here and there without any real encounter as unstable as water. You see, and fill thy bowels with this roar. In other words, let the word saturate your whole being till it becomes your culture. Let every part of your system, I prophesy to you, let every part of your system, every era or every area of consideration be influenced by the word of God. 
and it is in my mouth as honey for sweetness you see the sweetness of your life is a function of what you have eaten from God's word a lack of God's uh, word in, in in you is a result of bitterness and fretfulness not fruitfulness fretfulness it's english so the direction or the direct consequence of an effectual feeding of God's word is unprecedented courage and boldness this courage will make you confront all your confrontations oppose all your opposers and oppositions you see Uh, uh, it will frighten all your fears and put uh, to uh, to flight all the pursue uh, uh, you all those that pursue you they'll be put to flight they will run away they will come in one way and they will scatter in seven different directions this is the product of the word and the anointing of the holy spirit i hope you heard this and i hope this message was a blessing to you and I'm, i i just want to decree and declare some things for you you see if you possess courage you are able to do everything that is why scripture says I'm, i i can do all things through christ which strengthens me i prophesy to somebody here in the sound of my voice as we are coming as we have come to the end of this session of this podcast i tell you somebody your life will never be the same again that sickness in your body is is being flushed away by the courage by what you speak the bible says you shall decree a thing you shall decree a word it shall go out there and accomplish whatever that you send it uh, to and it shall not return unto you void i prophesy to you whatever you shall decree and declare with your mouth it shall carry the oracles of god it shall, it shall be established you shall say a thing and it shall be established you shall do the uh, the miracles you shall carry and possess uh, the unpopular spirit you shall possess the spirit of the lord that shall make you to uh, 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 to prosper and that shall make you to do things that you never thought you could do before this is your portion somebody i love you so much and see you on the next coming episode and it's going to be uh, exciting and this is our last episode that we're going to be talking about it is our last episode uh, under uh, season one of operating the spirit of courage operating the spirit of courage so it is done somebody thank you for listening to this podcast I, i i just want to urge you wherever you are share this podcast with your friends and your family and i'm telling you if you be a blessing to somebody making sure that they listen to this podcast i'm telling you your life will never be the same again and god shall bless you and richly bless you and continue to bless you you and your family everything about you and your family shall be covered with the blood of jesus i'm telling you somebody that from today you shall see a miracle that will make those that shall listen to it to make their ears tingle shall happen with uh, within 72 hours right from now i tell you this a miracle that people have never heard before a miracle that may, will make people uh, to uh, to wonder shall is about to hit your door right now in the name of jesus i tell you somebody you are blessed for listening to this podcast just for the reason that you listen to this podcast i'm telling you your life will never be the same i love you so much and shalom